Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Welcome to episode 29. If you want to check out my website, you can go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle.net. It has all the links and everything going on in my life. Go there. I, you know, I would give you all my social media links, but it's easier for me to tell you to just go to that website because I'm pretty much on everything. If you want to check out my video content that I'm putting up, go to Tuttle. TV.com. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell so you know of any time I go live or I put up any new uploads. Check that out. That's TuttleTV.com. I know everybody's going through a hard time right now and all my content is free and I don't expect much, but if you would like to even just donate a dollar, you can easily do that by going to, to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. I'd like to hear from you, find out what you guys are up to, uh, going through this pandemic right now? Are you having to stay home? Are you one of the the essential workers that the government needs, like a nurse or a doctor? You could email me. I just want to hear what's going on in your life. Any questions or comments, email me, Tuttle. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. So uh, one of the first things I wanted to get into, uh, President Donald Trump, number 45, had a press conference yesterday. And uh, like last week, he was talking about how he wanted to have the government and the economy completely open by Easter, but he's kind of done a little bit of a 180 on that, and they've extended uh, the policy, the social distancing policy that they had set in place for the last 15 days. That's been extended until the end of April, so I'm pretty sure somebody ended up getting to him. I was hearing stories about Lindsey Graham actually talking to him, and uh, Lindsey said, yes, the economy is good, but you got to understand if a lot of people start dying, that's going to be held on you, and it could jeopardize your reelection later on this year, even if we have it. I'm pretty sure we'll be done with this whole thing by then, but I know that he's thinking about this election, and, and that's one of the reasons why he ended up extending it until the end of April. The modeling put together by Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci. Have you ever noticed when all these big news stories happen, there's always a figure or personality that comes out and becomes really, really popular. And I am absolutely loving Dr. Fauci. He's just, he's the voice of reason. He kind of has this calming effect on you. He tells you how like it is. He's not political. Yes, he is working for Trump. He's a part of his uh, coronavirus task force, but he's one of those guys that basically says and tell it like it is, and, and I'm loving him. He's a great personality. The guy is, man, he's done a lot in his career, great education. He's got a great personality, and he's just one of those guys you want to be friends with. And our other top healthcare ex I mean, we have, and these people are amazing, the healthcare experts who in this country are the best in the world. They demonstrate that the mitigation measures we are putting in place may significantly reduce the number of new infections and ultimately the number of fatalities. Yeah, and I think that's a testament of how great our doctors and nurses and medical care people are here in the United States. Yes, I I, I feel like that's one of the reasons that the death toll is kind of low right now in the United States. But if you look at it, we've only had a, a little over 4,000 people that have recovered so far from the coronavirus, COVID-19. But we still have like 130,000 people right now that actually 
actually have it, and and the cases still have no end or outcome. So I I, I expect the death toll to go up uh, significantly. I hope not. I'm praying not. But I I feel like you're going to start seeing the death toll any day now start to skyrocket here in the United States. I want. The American people to know that your selfless, inspiring, and valiant efforts are saving countless lives. Perfect, perfect baby facing to the American public. He he's giving them props. He's definitely playing the baby here when it comes to you know marking out to the American citizens, making them feel like they're so important. Even though I don't think a politician gives a fuck about any of us right now, they're just wanting to make sure this goes away so that. He can get it reelected. You are making the difference. The modeling estimates that the peak in death rate is likely to hit in two weeks. So I'll say it again. The peak, the highest point of death rates, remember this, is likely to hit in two weeks. Nothing would be worse than declaring victory before the victory is won. That would be the greatest loss of all. It almost sounds like they're pumping in the bird noises in the background because they 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 almost sound really, really fake. They were like, what can we do? What can we add to calm people? Let's add bird noises in the background. It'll make people think, yes, everything's still normal. Nature has not been infected by this goddamn coronavirus. Therefore, the next two weeks and during this period, it's very important that everyone strongly follow the guidelines, have to follow the guidelines that our great vice president holds up a lot. He's holding that up a lot. He believes in it so strongly. The better you do, the faster this whole nightmare will end. Therefore, we will be extending our guidelines to April 30th to slow the spread. On Tuesday, we will be finalizing these plans and providing a summary of our findings, supporting data, and strategy to the American people. So we'll be having lots of meetings in between, but we'll be having a very important statement made on Tuesday, probably Tuesday evening. All this means is we don't have a plan right now, but we will have a plan on Tuesday. So just give us a couple of days so we can make an audible here and we'll let you know what we're going to do on Tuesday. But we're extending uh, the idea that we already had in place. So we're doing that until the end of April. On all of the findings, all of the data and the reasons we're doing things the way we're doing them. We can expect that by June 1st, we will be well on our way to recovery. We think by June 1st, a lot of great things will be happening. That's a political mistake right there. You never give anybody a hard date of when this is going to be done. You don't, you can't control it. The only way you can be for sure to say, oh yes, this will be done by June 1st is to lock the whole fucking country down. And they're not going to do that because they, they put the economy and money over death toll. And, and that's already been proven by the actions of this administration on the government level, as well as the state and local uh, government. I want every citizen in our country to take heart and confidence in the fact that we have the best medical minds in the world tackling this disease. We have the best science, the best researchers, and the best talent anywhere working night and day to protect your family and loved ones and to overcome this 
pandemic. Last night on the Fox Networks, they had the iHeartRadio Couch Concert to help out everybody going through the coronavirus pandemic right now in the United States and all across the globe. Uh, they had such artists uh, featured as Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, Billie Eilish, and Dave Grohl. So uh, it was a pretty cool thing to see them just in their homes doing it. I'm pretty sure uh, it sounded, the sound quality was so great last night. I wonder if this is like their home studios that they had set up or they had somebody come in and engineer it for them. But I thought it was a pretty cool thing that they did. Hey, everybody. This is Billy Joe from uh, Green Day. And um, I hope everybody's happy and healthy. Man, Billy Joe's hair is out of control. I don't know if it's because he's been quarantined for so long. I, I don't know. Where does he even reside at? Is he in California or New York? I, I I know that both states are pretty much locked down, but man, it looks like he is in bad need of a haircut. And also, oh my God, this is the music. Him and Dave Grohl are guys I grew up with. Generation X, Gen Xers all grew up up on their music and and it's just weird to see how old they've gotten because you look at them uh, because I feel like when you look at yourself in the mirror you age gradually because you see yourself every single day and then you'll you see these people that you grew up with in your childhood and then you haven't seen them in a long time and then you see them you're like holy shit have I gotten that old do I look as old as Billy Joe Armstrong I I don't know it's just one of those things that I notice is you know when you look at these celebrities and artists or singers that you grew up with as a kid, it's just weird to see them older. We're trying to be as happy as possible. I know it's a really stressful time, um, but I uh, just want to say it's an honor to be playing for everybody right now. So, okay. hope you don't mind if my dogs are here. You know, Billy Joe Armstrong should be playing all of his music acoustically because if he ever decides to break away from the band or the band decides to just break up, he has a solo career waiting for him because he's so good acoustically. A lot of people forget this jam from back in the day, time of your life. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. I'm just saying the guy has a solo career waiting for him if he wants to dump the other two in in the band. So, Billy, don't worry, man. If Corona takes out your other two band members, you're set, man, because you fucking kill it with just you and a guitar and a microphone. Don't know where it goes, but it's on to me. Next up on the iHeartRadio couch concert was the one and only Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. And who would have thought this back in the day? Uh, the drummer from Nirvana, one of the bands that was iconic uh, for Gen Xers. Grunge music started right in the middle of our, our our generation. And who would have thought that the drummer, after Kurt Cobain put a shotgun in his mouth and blew his head off, that's what they say. I do think that Courtney uh, Love had something to do with that and had 
something covered up. But who knows? Who knows? You know, uh, uh, Kurt Cobain went out with a like a goddamn rock star, and his legend grew even more because he committed suicide. So I'm pretty sure that people stick with that whole him killing himself. But Dave Grohl has turned out to be one of the biggest rock stars of all time, and uh, he ended up doing a song last night, "My Hero," which is really, really fitting for the healthcare workers, the doctors, the nurses, everybody on the front line fighting this pandemic. I don't know, Dave Roll probably should have gotten Billy Joe Armstrong sound guy to come in and fix up his home studio because, yes, I love this song, but the sound, uh, he he needs to be up more on the mic, needs a better mic. He must have been doing this off of a webcam or something like that because Billy sounded like he was hardwired right into his fucking computer. We go from two rockers in their late 40s to somebody that's not even in their 20s, but Billie Eilish was on the iHeartRadio Couch concert, and I, I think from everything I get, because I don't know a lot about Billie Eilish, but I think this is her brother playing the guitar with her, uh, and she ends up doing her hit song, Bad Guy, which uh, you would think is not one of those songs you would be able to do acoustically, but I think this song came off pretty well and I, I and for me being honest I gotta say I like this acoustic version than the original that's been out uh, all last year Now listen, I'm not like dogging Billie Eilish, but is she really, if we're being honest, is, is she that great of a singer? I've not listened to much of her music, so if you can correct me, you can email me Tuttle, that's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com, but this song, her biggest hit, she's not even really singing in this song. It's more of whispering, tight shirt, uh, 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 I'm the bad guy. It, it's just her whispering, and it doesn't show uh, her talent of being able to sing. Maybe I'm wrong. I, maybe I just have not listened to enough of her music. Just always so puffed guy 
I'm not that type, make your mama's that type, make your girlfriend my type, I seduce you that type, I'm the bad guy. Now here's a story that will make you happy, even though people want to bitch about the United States and how poorly they're handling this whole pandemic. I gotta say, this story is going to make you feel grateful that you live in the great old USA. A man who was forced in quarantine, and I think this took place in India, a man who was forced into quarantine in his home over fears of coronavirus tore his clothes off and raced into a street naked before biting a sleeping elderly woman to death, it is claimed. God damn, this is straight out of The Walking Dead. And a lot of people, they might be old Sheriff Rick fans, Rick Grimes. They think he's the greatest guy. He's the one you want on his on your team to protect you. No, I'll take Shane all day long. What you want to talk about, Rick? These things ain't shit. They're not people. They're dead. Ain't got to feel nothing for them because all they do, they kill. These things right here. They're the things that killed Amy. They killed Otis. They got to kill all of us like we do. Hey, Herschel, man, let me ask you something. The living, breathing person, did they walk away from this? See, right there, that proves my point. That sleeping elderly woman in India would still be alive and her neck wouldn't have been bit out if Shane was roaming the streets of India. Stop three rounds in the chest. Because someone who's alive, could they just take that? Why is it still coming? That's a tart. It's long. Why is it still coming? See, now, that sleeping elderly woman would definitely be dead as a doornail if Sheriff Rick was roaming the streets of India because he has this moral code he has to follow, and he's looking for his cheating wife and dumbass son that can't stay in the house when his parents tell him to. Hey, you're right, man. That is enough. The man named only as Manadon Khan, what a name, had flown home to India from Sri Lanka when he was ordered by authorities and his family not to leave his house for 14 days. According to reports in India, after a week of self-isolation, the 35-year-old man began ripping his clothes off before he hurtled into the streets of Tamil Nadu. It is claimed that he then began running through the adjacent streets where he spotted an elderly woman sleeping outside of her own home. Yahoo News India says the man raced up to her before clamping down on her neck and biting hard. You know how hard you got to bite to bite through somebody's skin and rip out their carotid artery? The woman woke up and screamed, sending her nude attacker fleeing, but not before a mob had been gathered in a bid to track him down. Frantic relatives raced to the woman to the hospital last Friday, but tragically, she deteriorated while receiving medical care and died. Wow, feel bad for her. Fake remedies can sometimes be as lethal as the infection itself. This story comes out of Iran, and, you know, it just seems like yesterday we were on the brink of war with Iran, and then the whole coronavirus thing comes down, and, hell, we might not even have to go to war with Iran because this coronavirus and their stupidity in that country is probably going to get themselves killed. Uh, and, and also, the first thing I thought, this, I don't know if this were 
reporter is in Iran. She looks Iranian, but she's speaking in English. So that's why I'm a little confused because I have a hard time believing that they would let a female, the way that, you know, Arabs treat their women and keep them in these burqas and shit, that they would even allow a woman report the news. Nowhere is this more evident than in Iran as of now, where 480 people lost their lives after consuming methanol. Yes, you heard that right. The Iranians were drinking the same shit, basically. I think they put ethanol, but they're basically running, they're drinking race fuel because they thought that it would be a cure for the coronavirus. And and also, in these Middle Eastern Arabic uh, countries, they pretty much have uh, alcohol as banned. Look at this. Think about how backwards that part of the world is. They won't allow you to drink, but it's okay to throw stones at your cheating wife as you have her buried in a hole with nothing but her her uh, from the neck up showing, and you throw big rocks at her until she dies. In Iranian social media, alcohol is being touted as a COVID-19 cure. Needless to say, this is absolutely false and fake information. But some in Iran have brought into this fake cure and have had to pay a heavy price. 480 people have died due to methanol poisoning and more than 2,800 have taken ill. Some of them have severe conditions like organ failure and loss of vision. Alcohol consumption is banned in Iran. It is a crime which is punishable by flogging. Now, what constitutes a flogging? A flogging doesn't sound that bad. I mean, it is better than having boulders tossed at your cranium until you die. So I think I would take the flogging over anything else. This has led to the growth of a massive underground market for illegal alcohol to differentiate between normal alcohol and the toxic methanol. Iran's government has asked for a coloring agent to be added to all methanol products, but most bootleggers use bleach to mask the added color and go about selling this toxic concoction. So what you're trying to tell me, they have bootleggers in Iran? I mean, in a couple of years here, you got bootleggers in the desert. Are they riding camels? You know that's how NASCAR started out. It was because of bootleggers running moonshine through the Appalachian Mountains. I'll be, I won't be shocked if we see in the next 20 to 25 years seeing a professional camel racing circuit running through there. You're going to have some guy like Mahmoud is going to be the new intimidator running other camels into turn four and dying. This is the Holland America Zandan, still at sea off the coast of Panama. Now, I know a lot of you guys are probably not going to like what I have to say about this, but if you have gone on a cruise ship and thought, oh, it's not going to happen to me, I have absolutely zero fucking sympathy for you. If you're on a cruise ship and somebody gets sick with the coronavirus. You knew the risk going into this. Cruise ships are unhealthy as it is. You got these buffets where all these people, white trash, white trash people go on cruises. That's the main customers of cruise ships. White trash motherfuckers that are like, hey baby, let's go on a vacation. Let's go on one of them cruise ships. We can eat one of them. All those all-you-can-eat buffets. You know what, guys? The Norwald virus, not even talking about the coronavirus, people get sick all the fucking time on cruise ships. And I hope 
our governor, Ron DeSantis, I, I, I don't think he's really, really handled this pandemic as well as he's could. I, I have agreed with a lot of stuff that he's done. He's He made sure we had medical marijuana and none of the local governments could stand in the way of that. I liked what he did for the water management, the water uh, environment here in Florida, cleaning that whole stuff up. I back him up on this, but I think he has dropped the ball when it comes to this pandemic. He is just basically following the playbook of Trump, counting on the economy more than anything, because guys, remember, we don't pay a state income tax here. All the taxes that we get, most of them come from the tourists that come here. That's why he refuses to close the beaches, because if he refuses, if he closes the beaches, that's even more money on top of them losing all the theme parks in Central Florida. He's going to lose a shit ton of money. But he needs to step up, which I think he is. I'm pretty sure he's trying to keep this cruise ship out. But these people do not even need to come close to the state of Florida. They knew what they were getting into. 20 days after it first set sail. We are hopeful that things are going to turn around and get better soon. Laura Gabaroni and her husband Juan Herrero are on board that ship. The Seminole County couple says they set sail on March 7th on what was supposed to be a 14-day cruise. See, that even makes my case even stronger. Early March, we knew that we were already dealing with this pandemic here in the United States, and they basically told you guys not to be going on cruises. But no, you guys had to be like, yeah, baby, we can't miss out on this vacation because if we miss out on this vacation, we ain't going to have anything. They're still on board, isolated in their rooms, and no ports are letting their ship dock. Holland America tells News 6 two passengers have now tested positive for the coronavirus. 138 people on board have reported flu-like symptoms. All right, if two people on the cruise ship have the coronavirus, flu-like symptoms are most likely the fucking coronavirus. The cruise ship is trying to, like, craft their words to make it seem like it's not as bad as it is. Do you realize if two people have it, it's most likely, I would say, I'm not going to say 100%, but I'm saying at least 80 to 90% have it because all they do is recycle the goddamn air on these cruise ships. They don't clean enough. It's it's just a cesspool of goddamn garbage petri dish. Four people have now died, but it's not known if they're linked to the virus. We are hopeful that things are going to get better. Um, I know the cruise line the staff here are doing everything that they can to make us more comfortable. The cruise line says that includes moving the healthy people to another ship, which is pulled up next to theirs, as seen from the couple's window here. How is that going to help? Everybody knows you can infect other people without even showing symptoms of what's going on. And the reason that only two people have tested positive is probably because that's the only two goddamn test kits that they had on the whole cruise ship. And you move in the people that haven't tested positive to another cruise ship, you could test them today and then it, it, it show up negative and then the next day they could be positive. This is a goddamn clusterfuck and these people deserve exactly what they're getting for going on a cruise when they knew we were dealing with this coronavirus pandemic. They say they expect to get on board tomorrow morning. This is really creative thinking and how to solve this problem. Stuart Chiron is an expert in the cruise industry. All the cruise lines are acting in a very 
uh, responsible. No, they're not acting responsibly, or they never would have said sail when we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. This guy is a shell for the cruise line industry, and he's just trying to make this sound better than what it is. It is a big dumpster fire. They should take that ship north, north, find the closest iceberg, and run that shit straight onto it and reenact the Titanic sinking. Manner to ensure, continue to ensure that the ships, the passengers, the crew are being handled with the utmost respect. Health-wise, both of us are doing well, and. Uh we plan to continue that way. Now, Holland America says they're working on approval right now to get the couple ship to go through the Panama Canal and on its way to Fort Lauderdale. And they're hopeful that could happen by Wednesday. Hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I'll be back tomorrow. Please, I'd love to hear from you. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I'd like to hear what you're up to, how you're dealing with this pandemic? Are you having to work? Are you at home? Have you been laid off? How are you making ends meet? Are you having to stay home with children because they're not at school? Email me. I want to hear from you. I'll read your emails on tomorrow's podcast. Go to my website, Tuttle.net. You can also go and check out all my video content. Go to TuttleTV.com. Make sure you subscribe and hit the little bell button so you're alerted anytime I go live or put up any of my new uploads. And also, if you want to donate, all my content is free. I know times are tough, but even a dollar will help this podcast keep going. I'm trying to invest in some Wi-Fi because the cell service and internet has been absolute dog shit because everybody is home throughout the world and is basically clogging down the internet. I never thought that would be possible, but it is. It is possible. The internet is slow as a snail. I'll be back tomorrow. Guys, I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.